Welcome to another edition of Who's Better Baseball, the podcast where we answer a simple question on each show. Who's better at baseball? I'm your host, Ryan Ficklestein, managing editor at JustBaseball.com. Got one of my writers here with us, Joey Peterson, who's been covering a lot of the NL Central this season. And this week, I had to write about Andrew McCutcheon uh, and this Pirates team because it's been a really exciting run for them. They're great at the beginning of the season. They fell off a little bit, but they still have been playing some pretty good baseball as of late. They're a game out of this division, and... When McCutcheon signed, we all thought, all right, he's going there, play a, a, a retirement tour year, right off into the sunset. His numbers have been great this year. What did you find uh, looking through what McCutcheon has done this season? Yeah, he's been a big piece of why they are uh, sitting three games above 500 right now. Um, I know he, he has an OPS about uh, hovering around 820. He has a WRC plus 120. It's like he's been a huge contributor. Um hitting home runs, driving runs in like he's their main leadoff hitter, the main DH. And he's been a a huge spark for that team. Um, And you got to imagine that his presence in the locker room is also trickling down uh, to everybody else in that lineup too. So it's been really cool to see his resurgence. It's one thing if you would have done it last year with the Brewers, like that would have been really cool to see, but um, that didn't happen. And he's doing it with his, the team he started his career with, which makes it even cooler. And it's kind of putting together a perfect storybook ending to his career. Um, It's it's really awesome to see. You know, it's something about these uh, in this division, these players, they put on their old jerseys, they get superpowers. We saw it there pools last year. We're seeing it with McCutcheon now. Uh, what's interesting, for one, something that I didn't even realize until I read your article is that uh, Brian Reynolds came to the Pirates in a trade for McCutcheon back in the day. So it's interesting to see them now sharing a lineup together. But also, it seems like all of these outfielders that they have, and, and including McCutcheon, even though he's DHing, but you got Sawinski, you got Connor Joe, you got Reynolds, and you got McCutcheon. As you kind of profile, they all are, are very similar in that it's really good discipline at the plate. It's not striking out a ton. It's walking and finding the right pitches to to ambush and, and get their power. Yeah, you said it perfectly. The one uh, common theme between McCutcheon, Joe, and Swinsky is they've been all pretty elite at uh, laying off pitches outside the zone. They're all on the top 10% of baseball and you get like – it's pretty obvious, but that's going to trickle to offensive production. And that's what's been happening so far. All three of them, like, they're guys that uh, I'm sure not many Pirates fans expected to lead the charge offensively for, for the Pirates this year. But all three of those guys are kind of coming through at the plate with a disciplined approach and coming through when they need them. And if this team still had O'Neill Cruz, I think we'd really be talking and hopefully they get him back at some point this season. But it's been a fun story, and I think when we look at this division as a whole right now, it's a lot of kind of fun upstart teams. You know, I know you're a Brewers fan. Your Brewers just haven't really pulled away just yet, which is another article we actually had you do last week. Uh, you know, what have you seen from these other teams in the division, and what about the Brewers has kind of prevented them from from really you know getting that that big lead uh, at this point in the season? Big thing has been their health, which it. It feels like a cop out to use that so early in the season because every team's going to have health. But they, at one point, had 14 players on the injured list. Like they've been kind of uh, starting with Brandon Woodruff, which is a huge loss in and of itself. And then they've really had to dig into their bench to get some to to get some depth pieces. I mean, Owen Miller is probably their best offensive player, which is it's crazy to think a third of the way through the season um, that Owen Miller is, has been the guy. But 
it's kind of that thing where there, there's need guys to step up. You know, their rotations had, had a lot of injuries. Bullpen has been depleted. Um, but at the same time, they're still first in the division. So it's like it's kind of two sides of the coin where it's like it is concerning. They do have some holes. Um, I feel like everybody knows about their struggles against left-handed pitching at this point. Uh, they haven't really found DH that's working for them. Um, and their offense has been kind of streaky in the month of May. So that's kind of what has led to them not pulling away. And that's why the Pirates sit one game behind the Brewers right now on uh, June 9th. So, yeah, um, it's, it's a division where, you know, the, the Brewers well, on paper, the Cardinals should, should be the team, but they haven't been this year. And then you would always default to the Brewers has been those two teams in this division. Then you've had the Pirates, the Reds and the Cubs over the last couple seasons, in particular in, in really the thick of a rebuild. Now you had the Pirates. We're starting to see some of it. What's interesting on, on the Pirates end of it is it hasn't necessarily been, Outside of the hot start from Cruz, it hasn't necessarily been, you know, like Cabrian Hayes going off. It's been it's this this random team they put together. When you look at Cincinnati right now, it's definitely the youth movement. You know, it's the youth movement in the rotation. And now you see Ellie De La Cruz come up, and he's the most exciting prospect in baseball in, in a league that has a lot of exciting prospects. And they're only five out. So here, here's a Reds team that also can make a push. Yeah, you said it. They have uh you like they've gotten injections of youth all throughout their roster pretty much and it's it's translating to some excitement. I feel like even um fans outside of Cincinnati are pulling for the Reds to to make a push. They're just an exciting team right now. Um got a lot of talents and their deadline's going to be interesting. I know there's been talks with Jonathan India if they're going to uh keep him, what are they going to do with him? They have a lot of lot of uh players to move around in the infield, so um they're going to be an interesting team to watch down the stretch. I mean, they, like you said, they're only five back, so they're well within striking distance if they get hot with this uh, injection of youth that they have. They they can go on a run. The Cubs are an interesting team in that, you know, they, they've got Dansby Swanson performing, you know, I think as good as you could have expected. Uh, they, they have, you know, Ian Happ. They got Cody Bellinger. They, they got an interesting team. Uh, they got – Marcus Stroman pitching at an unbelievable level, yet they're 10 games under. So uh, I don't know if the Cubs are going to make a run. The the Cardinals are still this team that's like, when is it going to come together? They just don't have the pitching to do it. But this NL Central division, it's funny because I had Ethan on, jeez, uh, Ethan, Elijah on. My, I, I mixed up the two social media coordinators <laughs> just baseball. They both start with an A. I had Elijah on earlier this week to talk AL Central. And it's funny because these two divisions are kind of similar where you're waiting for a team to pull away, but I just find so many more storylines that I want to follow in the NL central than the AL 100%. central right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it, it's, it's crazy. So, so I'll have you on through throughout the rest of the season, of course, to talk more NL central, but I got to ask you now, June 9th, are your brewers winning this division? I think they are. <clears throat> I think once they get healthy, I, I some they have an energy like they just got Willie Adamas back and you could like the first game he he is a home run in 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 the first inning or one of his first play appearances and it's like you can tell there's an instant injection of energy like um once they get their guys back i think that they go on a run and they pull away and this division's been right in front of them to grab it and granted it's only a third of the way through the season but uh it, it's it's there for the taking and i think they're going to do it the big thing with the pirates is like going back to to the article it's like it's all going to be how sustainable is this? So like I mentioned in the article, Connor Joe, he's already accumulated more F4 this year than his past three seasons combined. Like he wasn't really brought in to be the, a, a guy. And 
not to say that he is the guy on the team, but he's been a huge factor in their success. Um, I think at the very least, Swinski and Joe will be good platoon bats for them down the stretch. You know, so Swinski's been crushing righties and Joe has been crushing lefties. He's been one posting one of the best uh, numbers in the league against left-handed pitching. So like you said, assuming O'Neill Cruz comes, can come back at some point this year, if they're still in contention, um, they have some pieces that might work down the stretch, but in the end, I think it's going to be the Brewers division to lose, honestly. Um, but it's, it's crazy because as much as we're hyping up the pirates a little bit, as exciting as stories, the reds are as much as the Cubs are, are, are trying and they have some pieces. I still look at the Cardinals as the team where I'm like, I mean, if there's one team to catch them, it might be the Cardinals that are sitting eight games back in June here, but we'll see. If you had to pick a team to to finish second, who would it be? I think I'm picking the Cardinals. As That's crazy, a, like it yeah. sounds crazy, but also it doesn't sound crazy. I don't know. It's it just feels inevitable at this point. They they got they got too much talent not to. So uh, that was Joey Peterson. We'll have him on throughout the season to discuss the NL Central. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you follow, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast, and check out all the written content we got coming at justbaseball.com.